are listening to the Project Weight Loss Podcast, where your best life is just one project away. And now, your host and life coach, Fina Perez. Hello, everyone. Hope you are amazing. I had lots of fun this last week, and I'm excited to share with you everything that's going on. And I'm excited for the coming week because it will be me and Remy's 36th wedding anniversary, and it will be his birthday on August 5th. So we're traveling for a weekend getaway to Apple Hill. Never been there, so I'm looking forward to it. The adventurer side of me is really looking forward to it and looking forward to spending some honey time. (laughs) It's all good. And I wanted to share with you that I went to a great event over the weekend. The event was called the Sacred Sister Gathering Cacao and Sound Healing. It was hosted by the Source Chiropractic and organized by Dr. Claudia Catalan. And one of the leaders of the event was my friend, Vanessa. Maybe we will get lucky and have Vanessa and Dr. Claudia on our podcast sometime in the future. So it was great because I got to go with my sister, San, and some of our hiking friends, and I got to meet my friend Maritza's aunt. So shout out to her, which was really lovely. And the energy in the room was fantastic. It was an evening event, and we knew we would be sitting on the floor, so we brought a comfy pillow. There were 75 other souls with us, so it was packed. Our sacred circle was huge. And after we got settled in and we knew and understood we were in a safe space, the event started with an opening question. What element are you coming in with and what element do you want to feel like? So something to that effect. I'm sure Vanessa will correct me. But the question was, which element were you presenting with to some extent? So fire, earth, air, or water? And as soon as she asked this question, I had this huge smile on my lips because I was transported to the evenings watching Avatar, the last airbender series, not the movie, with my son and my husband. My son kept wanting us to watch Avatar. And well, honestly, I was not thrilled about it because it was a cartoon similar to anime type cartoons. And well, I'm an adult. (laughs) with at that time, no little kids, but I had no idea. And as usual, my son was right. The show was amazing. The lessons and the characters were complex and thoughtful. I don't really think it was a children's show, to be honest, but okay. (laughs) Anyway, the premise in the show is that there are these benders that bend the elements to do what they want to do with them. So imagine bending water to use it. Similar to the movie, The Lord of the Rings, when the race of elves talks to the water to increase it so that she can save her friends from the enemies. So this roar of water comes for the bad guys. Or as Zhang, the last avatar, would say, she bent the water. Pretty fun stuff to watch. And the last avatar, the last maester was Aang an airbender who had the ability to use all the elements to bend them to his will. And the show is his journey to master them with his friends, the friends he finds along the way, other benders, an earthbender, a waterbender, and his nemesis, a firebender. So when Claudia asked, 
what was our element? I knew instantly for me, it was air. And I thought of this show, The Last Avatar, The Airbender, right? Not just because of the significance of the show, but so much more. The air element is seen as a life force. It is grounded in beliefs, determination, and a trust and faith in our existence. And I don't know if you know, but I recently found out that oxygen, so air, is the most common of the elements in our bodies as it relates to mass, so body mass. It makes up to 65% of our mass, which is very interesting. So I knew it was there for me. Now I'm gonna go over all the elements in a minute, but I wanna pause here to say that everyone in the room shared their elements, many mentioning fire or the free flowing water, but not that many mentioning earth or air, which I thought was very interesting. The room was beautiful in its simplicity and energy. The walls were a brick facade and the artwork of animals on the walls were beautiful. There was a smell of light incense and the bowls for the making of the sounds by the leaders. They were in the middle of the room. And as the leader spoke, we were offered cacao or cocoa. The host was Dr. Claudia, a chiropractor, really a healer, and she was great. We shared in smaller groups what we were looking towards, and we were to listen without speaking. And at the end, we were to say, I see you and I hear you. Thank you. And that was a great exercise for me because in it, I got to reflect on this idea that for this last year, my focus has been service. And for me, living my best life, my life in its fullest form, my Camino trip has this very important significance because this year's trip represents my life in service as best as I can serve. But this life, these experiences have not been without fear. And yet I let go of the fear to serve service for my clients who I love very much. And I cannot be more proud of who they are, who they are becoming. So this gathering really opened my mind and heart to these thoughts I'm sharing with you today. And so you see, I came into this event with an open mindset, not knowing what to expect. Then we did a body movement exercise and that was pretty cathartic. I found my flow, let me tell you. I don't know what other people were doing, but I got to dance with the flow of the sounds, following the instructor, leading us towards this flow. It was relaxing and energetic at the same time. I can't really explain it. And at the end, we debriefed and some brave souls asked for connections as they were either moving into the area or were just needing some support and they got it. So if you get a chance to do this type of gathering or a welcoming circle, consider it. I felt safe and welcomed. Now that pause on the elements, let's get back to that because I want to talk about fear and that element that is connected to fear is water. Water is where our creativity lies, where we find flow. It holds our thinking brain, imagination, and brings us into being. It opens us up, which is where we find flow. Earth is all about our mindset, 
our body, and the space we hold. So this idea of being grounded in our space feels right. This is the element of earth. It is how we find our center. It's good stuff, right? Now fire. So many at the gathering shared that they were presenting with fire, but seeking flow. So fire is action and movement. It is also feeling, and it has a bit of healing creativity that can come with it like water. And there's this thought and another perspective that the elements have healing aspects to them. There is the thought that fire can heal and bring with it wisdom and innovation. Earth can center and ground us. Air serves for mental clarity. Water can open your heart and, of course, ease the fear. So you see, for our best lives, we need to be aware of this. We need to know about these elements. It really helps us understand our so-called nemesis, fear. Now, how to deal with fear, the topic today. And this topic is very related to our project weight loss, living our best lives and surrendering to the flow of life while finding the healing balance in these elements. As that show, the last avatar teaches us to work to find the harmony and balance of the elements. And you know, to me, all of this is so necessary for us. And yet fear pulls at us. It's like Eckhart Tolle says, fear pretends to be necessary. And I think fear wants to be first. It demands when we fight it, it demands to be first. We have a fight with fear. We love to say we're not fearful, to believe we should conquer fear, when what our fear truly wants is to be released. And you know what? The best way to release it is with loving care. According to one of my favorite meditation masters, Jeff Warren, the antidote to fear is love as it relates to our relationships, our connections. And for me personally, it happens with living our best lives. And you see, this event that I went to was really connected to this topic today. The majority of people presented with fire, but wanted the free flowing element of water, of flow. And guess what? Dread and fear are the emotions most commonly associated with this, with an imbalance of water. So when we hold these emotions tightly or fight these emotions strongly, the action of fire is within us. And this is why we seek water. Makes sense, right? It does. Metaphorically and spiritually, water heals. Water puts out the fire, so to speak, the fire of fear within us. Now that I shared my amazing evening this weekend, and this is somewhat metaphysical aspect of the elements, I want to speak to what exactly is fear. So let's unpack fear. Fear at the end of the day is an emotion, a very strong emotion that is caused by a belief of perceived danger or perceived pain. And all of this is very interesting. Fear feels very threatening because it's a belief. It's a feeling. We believe something terrible is going to happen. And what is a belief? A belief is just a thought that we have on autopilot, on and on. It's a repeated thought that we have taken on as a fact. That is a belief system. A belief that something has gone wrong or will go wrong. And one of my favorite definitions of fear is from my coach, Zig Ziglar. 
he would coach that fear created an acrostic for F-E-A-R, which stood for false evidence appearing real. Now, let me say that again. False evidence appearing real. To me, this is the case in so much of what we fear. We think of them as truths, as a reality when it's perception. It's a perspective. And Maester Sig Ziglar asks us the primary question when it comes to fear. Do we forget everything and run or face everything and rise? I love this question. I love this question. Do we forget everything? Forget our past and strength, our best case scenarios, forget our purpose, forget our why, forget our knowledge, our courage and run or we face everything and rise. Rise to be the fantastic humans we are on this earth. What say you? Oh goodness, such a masterful question. So fear, and really there are different types of fear. There's first the rational fear, where like we just mentioned, there's an imminent threat. And we definitely want and need to have a healthy respect for this innate feeling of fear. Something is potentially going to happen if we don't act quickly. Think floods, earthquakes, tornadoes. We have to move to safety. And it makes sense. Then there's the primal fear. This is the fear similar to rational fear where we should get to safety. But it's a little different to me in that it elicits a more ancestral connection. It is that fear of the tiger coming to eat us. It is the fear of the dangers in the dark of night. Because if we walk to our next shelter and it's pitch black, we could fall down a hill. These ancestral fears feel very real when it's not likely that a tiger will jump out at night or will fall down a ditch but we understand this fear. Then there's the irrational fear that most of us would say does not make sense, thus irrational. And that is because there's really not a true danger. Fear of getting on a freeway when I was first learning how to drive. Rational because I did not have the experience or expertise, but later not rational because I got on the freeway so many times. Or fear when someone scares me from behind. Unexpected fear that happens, but it's not true danger. Irrational fear, usually phobias like afraid of bugs. Now, if that bug is a brown recluse, (laughs) well, I don't know about you, that one, it may fall under the rational for me, but I'll leave it up to you. Do you have any irrational fears? Well, if you do, you're not alone. We all have some form of an irrational fear. And to me, here are what I consider personally, some of the, my irrational fears, maybe not yours, but for sure mine, fear of loss, losing my loves, fear of being judged, not constant, but it rears its head. Let me tell you, fear of failure, the what if it doesn't work, no matter how many times I try, (sighs) fear of losing, losing money, losing time, losing myself, losing And all of these fears, similar to anxiety or dread, have three main reactions and one possible fourth reaction. We either have an instinct to fight, flee, or freeze, and the uncommon one to faint. But there's more. There is what Maester Elizabeth Gilbert teaches, 
there's negotiation. We forget that the other reaction is negotiation with these emotions. We negotiate with the emotions constantly. We want to strike a bargain that if we indulge in the fear a bit and let the fear overtake us, then it's okay for a little bit. The thing we need to do and really, to some extent, want to do gets shelved. So this back and forth, which is really interesting, but I think if we negotiate with it, it's because we're not truly present with it. And you know, as a generality, to me, rational fear is the primal fear and is healthy fear. And I think it can serve us. Now, this is my personal opinion. We should not let it go. It's valuable to keep us safe. But when the fear stops us from evolving, that constant evolution that is all around, well, that's something else. We understand our innate need to evolve as humans. And to me, these fears or fear itself is separate from the trifecta of emotions that I talked about in a previous podcast. Fear is so necessary in our lives, parts and parcel of our being. So by dismissing it or bad naming it, we're not seeing the truth and fullness of it. And here is where Project Weight Loss and us living our best life intersects with the fear with the elements, with the last avatar. We are hardwired to evolve, to bend space, elements, bring to fruition what someone thought could not be done. That's what this is about. And that evolution is the universe wanting us to create. Our mind wants us to create. And from here, I want to speak to the second maester today. And that maester is Elizabeth Gilbert, the author of Pray, Eat, Love. She teaches how to handle fear. She suggests that we write a letter to our fear and to truly, I love this because a maester writer is suggesting that we write. (laughs) She suggests that we write a letter from fear. Listen to fear. What is fear telling us? And what I find interesting, fascinating, really, is that it reminded me of the gathering and our task of what we really needed to do was listen and to respect and to hold space. And that to me of being present is so valuable, being present with this fear. And this letter writing process, she suggests that the list we write is not that long. She says that it's really at the end of the day, not that much and not that scary. Or another way to do this is just to put pen to paper and journal on what you're afraid of. And again, listen, think, I see you, I hear you. So the other thing I want to say about Maester Elizabeth Gilbert is that she is such a genius because I did not catch this the first time I listened to it, but Maester Elizabeth teaches us that it's a risk that we should be in awareness of, but not ruled by. So fear in our project weight loss, in our project to live our best life is a risk that we should not be ruled by, but that we should be in awareness of. So I want to pause here and connect this concept of fear and the gathering of women event when she told us to say, I see you, I hear you. Well, I ask you, have you faced fear truly? Have you seen your fear, heard it? 
We can't plan or prepare for risk if we're not in awareness of them. And here's where the possibility comes, because from here we can make decisions. Whereas Maester Elizabeth teaches fear is never in the driver's seat. We are. Our creative us is. The higher person is. Your incredible, amazing person is in that driver's seat. And fear is just the passenger along with all the elements of who we are, our wisdom and innovation, our innate right to be on this earth, to belong to this earth, grounded and centered, our clarity of mind and purpose, our intention, our open and loving heart. You see, I see you and I hear you. Do you see me and hear me? Well, I know you hear me because you're listening. Thank you for that, truly. But this genius, Maester, teaches us that we are a child of the universe, made of matter and of consciousness. And so let me tell you, please hear me. You belong. You have the right to live your best life. You have the right to live in your healthy body. You have the right to be human with all your glorious and beautiful faults on this fantastic earth. You have the right to be you. And so I ask you, what do you want the right to do, to have, or to be? Claim it. Maester Elizabeth Gilbert teaches us so much in her masterclass on fear, which you can find on the call map. Such a gift to us. She teaches us about fear and how I heard what she teaches is that we innately want to be co-creators with the universe. She teaches that fear comes from a different part of our brain than creativity does, that these two parts are not aligned. And what we seek in this creativity and to me in relationships and living in general is flow, the flow of turning something into something else. And that intrinsically living the process, as she says it, it's its own reward. In relationships, it's you and another being coming together and being a unit. Could be a couple, could be best friends, could be a mastermind, creating a flow of energy where there is a path of curiosity and learning versus the path of fear. This is why the element of water, if you remember, is where our creativity lies, where we find flow. It holds our thinking brain, imagination, and brings us into being. It opens us up, which is how we find flow. And so while Maester Elizabeth Gilbert wasn't talking about the flow and the elements, it is so connected. And this is why this event that I went to was so amazing, so connected to this unpacking of fear. So let's keep going. The next maester I want to mention is Brene Brown. I don't know if you've seen or heard her Daring Greatly TED Talk. It's on Netflix, I believe. She talks about getting in the arena. And here's where the rubber meets the road for me. And I love what she teaches. She doesn't really want to hear it if you're not in the arena doing the thing. If you're not putting yourself out there, daring greatly, doing the things you truly want to do, even when fear is pretending to be necessary. And to me, you may have valid perspectives, but if you're allowing fear to be in the driver's seat, allowing fear to stop you from getting in the arena, then question it. Really question why are you allowing your fear? Why are you holding so tight to your fear? 
So this is what I've learned from knowing that now. And again, fear will be with me and I can also let it go. I can pause, look at this feeling of fear, name it and ask Zig's valuable question. Will you forget everything and run or face everything and rise? Will you let fear speak to you and tell you what it needs? Will you see that it is normal and real to feel fear? Will you ground yourself in the present? Will you release fear and know that you will be okay? You see, George Adair was so right when he said, everything you've ever wanted is on the other side of fear. And I will go one further, that the world gives us what we need if we allow ourselves to flow with what comes for us, what the world gives us. The world doesn't happen to us. It happens for us. So you see, I had this topic on the agenda for this week, this heavy topic of fear, and the world gave me the sacred gathering to remind me and teach me that the elements, that the teachings from all these maesters, including this unlikely maester of the last avatar, with this basic teachings of finding the flow of our living and getting to that harmony that is our life is so key, so innate in us. I was reminded of this value on how to really live in and out of fear, to experience it and to then release it. I was reminded that to be a bender, to be this maester of my life, I had to let go of the fear. So this week, I leave you with this simple and powerful quote from the show, The Avatar, The Last Airbender, a maester of the elements and a result, a maester of fear. He says, If you want to be a bender, you have to let go of fear. Have a great week, everyone. Share this episode with whomever you think needs to hear it. Hey, thanks for listening. If you're ready to achieve your weight loss goal and grow into your most authentic and amazing self along the way, check out our website at projectweightloss.org. See you there.